It feels like we've been spending a lot of time talking about hiking and backpacking trails. Well, it feels that way because we we have. Many of our guests have hiked trails or backpacked them. We've had representatives from different trail organizations. Well, today I want to talk about a different type of trail. It's called a rail trail. What is a rail trail? Well, exactly what it implies. It's where there was a railroad at one time. Areas where there may have been a railroad that was either abandoned or just taken out of use. They've been acquired by different organizations, most notably the Trail Conservancy, the Rail Trail Conservancy, uh, who who have been in in existence since 1986. And their primary charge is to acquire these properties, to protect them and put them to new use, to repurpose these paths that cut through our landscapes. Our nation was built by the railroads. Uh, It was a big part of how we grew and expanded. It brought raw raw products from one side of the country to the other, east to west, north to south. It also brought us finished products. It was also how we commuted from one place to the other. Back when we didn't have airplanes, and even before we had automobiles, people were using the railroad to travel cross-country or from one city to the next. As airplane air travel became more popular and more affordable, the interstate highway system became larger and automobiles were more affordable, railroads went into decline. Large over-the-road trucks were able to deliver these goods. People weren't taking the train for their long-distance vacations. They were flying. Many now even are taking a car. So as these railroads became abandoned, no longer used. As I stated, the Rail Trail Conservancy, it was an organization that started repurposing them. Today I'm going to talk about the Great Allegheny Passage. That's a rail trail that runs from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to Cumberland, Maryland. The Great Allegheny Passage is a trail that's 150 miles long, and it's considered to be the longest rail trail east of the Mississippi River. It crosses beautiful mountain passes, river crossings, majestic views. As you ride from Pittsburgh down into Cumberland, you're crossing these little towns that at one time were serviced by the railroad. They either brought passengers in, some of them, it was raw products in western Pennsylvania. It was largely coal or iron ore. And... It was a hustling and bustling area. These little towns at one time serviced the railroad industry. But as the railroads went into decline, so did these towns. Now, here's what I really like about not just rail trails, but this one in particular. They have taken this abandoned railroad right away and now turned it into a a, a tourist attraction. From Pittsburgh to Cumberland, Maryland, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, all the way down to Cumberland, Maryland, you can plot out a bicycling trip that the average cyclist could probably do in anywhere from, depending on your fitness level, two to maybe four days if you want to take your time. There's campgrounds, and if camping isn't your thing, there's bed and breakfast that you could stay at. 
lots of little stores as you go through these towns, ice cream parlors. It really makes it an event. In fact, I'm planning on taking a trip on this trail in the fall, hopefully in September or October. It was once owned by the Pittsburgh and Lake Erie Railroad. Well, that would be in the northern section. As you go further south, it was owned by the Western Maryland. And eventually they were bought up by their competitors, consolidated. And at some point, they eventually were no longer needed. They became abandoned, and as the story goes, the uh, Rails Trails Conservancy put them to better use. Because this is a rail trail, you're not going to come across a lot of really steep hills. This is what they call railroad grade. They'll, on this particular trail, there's one area that can be considered steep. But for the most part, even in the steep sections, it's a steady ascent. Um, the steepest part is when you're crossing the Eastern Divide. But other than that, it's a nice leisurely ride, either downhill or not a very, not a, not a ascent that takes a lot of effort from what I can see. One of the unique and interesting features of this trail is you travel through some railroad tunnels that are, you know, tunnels that are bored right in a mountain so the trains could go through because, you know, a train can't just drive up over the mountain. So yes, they follow the trail right through these mountains. Uh, in fact, one of them is the Big Savage Tunnel. And you're supposed, they tell you to bring a headlamp with you, have lights with you because these tunnels are that long that there are periods where it's, you're in this tunnel where you're going to need your, you're going to need some sort of light to get you from one end to the other. But to me, that's just like just another cool feature, something that just makes it more unique. Uh, my plan is I, I want to do this all in one trip. I'm probably going to do it in three days. Um, start in Pittsburgh, make my way down, spend two nights camping on the trail, staying, I'll probably stay at campgrounds. I love to camp. Uh, another thing that makes this an easier trail to accessibility wise, um, in terms of logistics, how you get there is going into Pittsburgh and into Cumberland. You're not far from Amtrak. And I checked this and Amtrak has bike service with it. You know, you, I think you pay 10 or $20 and you could put your bike on the train. They have a, a car dedicated for luggage and they actually have a bike rack. So getting to and from the trail isn't all that difficult. I've read stories where people have rented cars to get their bikes down there. And it, in the Pennsylvania area, uh, in Pittsburgh, it's located in a part of the city where you have a lot going on, where you have rental car agencies. It's not far from the railroad. It's not far from the Amtrak station. So it makes it very accessible. Now, another cool feature with this trail, it, you don't have to necessarily end your trip in Cumberland, Maryland. In, in fact, you can connect with another trail. It's not a rail trail. It's a former canal path. path. The Chesapeake and Ohio Canal. Well, t if you follow that and continue south, you can end up in Georgetown in Washington, D.C. The difference is the trail isn't steep, but it's a little bit more rugged. It's not as finished. Most of the Great Allegheny Pass is blacktop, crushed stone, Smoother riding. I wouldn't call the Chesapeake in Ohio, I wouldn't characterize it as mountain biking, but it's going to be bumpier. It's going to be dirt. You can expect, if it's been raining, to have a lot of puddles. You're going to get dirty. In fact, in one area, they have a place where you can just hose off your bike. It's right there on the trail. 
There aren't as many towns or amenities along the Chesapeake and Ohio section, but you do ride through, at certain points, some pretty cool little towns. You go through Harpers Ferry, West Virginia. So you have those opportunities to enjoy that small town charm of these old railroad, and in this case, canal towns. And there's also plenty of opportunities to set up camp if that's how you want to go about completing this trail. And I've been talking about doing doing this like a bike tour, right? multi-days. Uh, if I was going to go from Pittsburgh down to Washington, D.C., that's that might be anywhere from a five to a six-day trip for me. It doesn't have to be done that way. There's enough access points that if you're with somebody, you take two vehicles and you can do sections of it. If you look online, there's also shuttle services. It'll take your bike up to where you want to start. So you can approach this by doing different sections of the trail. I'm going to highly recommend anybody, not only that currently is into bike touring, but somebody who's like myself, who's new at it. I'm, I've never done more than just a, a, a ride on during the day. I, I've done a 250 mile rides. It's the best I've done. I got 250 milers in last year. So for me, it's, it's going to be a new adventure for me, but it looks like a good starting point. There just seem to be enough amenities there and enough information available to plan a, a successful trip. I'm going to put links to the Great Allegheny Passage Trail in the description. I'll put them on popoverhikes.com. And I'm also going to include a link to the uh, Rails Trails Conservancy because they are all over the country. I don't think there's a state in the country that doesn't offer some sort of rail trail uh, that you can go out and enjoy. I have one that's within riding distance from my house that's it's five miles and it's nice blacktop riding, but it's dedicated just for walkers and and bikers. I mean, that's the beauty of these rail trails is that you know, the motor vehicle traffic for and a lot of a lot of cases it's just not there. You're you're in a safe environment for riding. If you go to the rail trails, uh, if you go to the Conservancy's rail so, um, website, I'm sorry. They'll also have some advice for you there on what you may need to do to prepare yourself. And um, yeah, if, if you're already biking, there's probably not a lot you need to do. But with any activity you get into, do some preparation. Understand what you're going to need. Um, you may be an avid biker right now, and just there may be things you're just not thinking of that you, you may want to take into consideration as you get into this. But I'm going to highly recommend, especially if you're currently a biker, check out these rail trails. Go to the website. And, and and see what's out there. As of a note here, a side note to this, there is a plan in place right now, or it's actually in, in motion, to have a bicycle trail that will go from Washington, D.C. to the Pacific Ocean. And I think it's in Washington State. I'm not sure if they're taking it to Seattle or Tacoma. But the plan is eventually... You can ride your bike on a rail trail from one end of the country to the other. How cool would that be to do? That would be a, a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed this. Get out there and have some fun.
This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.